everyone and welcome to the Diaries of an Immigrant podcast. We're your hosts, Mame and Kwame. If you are curious about living abroad, then you are in the right place. Each week, we will discuss the ins and outs of life as an immigrant living in Sweden, as well as actionable tips and strategies which you can implement in your daily lives to enhance your personal growth and development. Thanks for spending time with us and let's jump into today's podcast. Thanks once again for joining us on the Diaries of an Immigrant podcast. And this is Mami and you are... Kwame. Yeah. We have to reintroduce ourselves to our new listeners who may not know who we are. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's episode four. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Wow, we've come a long way. We really have. Mm-hmm. You yeah. remember the first time we decided to record? Yeah. How was it? Should I say it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I remember it was really exciting. Mm-hmm. It was like a Saturday, mm-hmm. I think somewhere in December. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, we had discussed that we wanted to have a podcast, mm-hmm. but we hadn't decided when we we're actually going to start a recording. And then one Saturday after having lunch, we were just, you know, sitting at home relaxing. And then you were like, oh, why don't we start recording? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then we started and... It was really interesting. I remember during the course of recording, I was like, this is actually nice. <laughs> yeah, because it was really nice, you know, like discussing how we came to Sweden. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, so far, it's so been great. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've um, met a lot of people through um, this podcast as well. Yeah. Especially on Instagram. Yeah. We get a lot of questions mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And as much as possible, we try to answer all of them. Yeah. Yeah. We know mm-hmm. that sometimes we may take some time, but we try to respond to every, you know, every question that comes or every comment, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in case you are new on this platform and you're wondering which Instagram account we are talking about, mommy. Yeah. What it's a D-O-A mm-hmm. underscore immigrants on mm-hmm. Instagram. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Are you excited about today's topic? I am, actually. You know, I've been thinking about it for some time, and then I always try to find what were some of the things that I would like to, you know, add to what we will discuss today. Mm. And yeah, mm. so it's mm. been pretty exciting. So what are we discussing? Culture shock. <laughs> <laughs> As an African in Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what were some of the things that surprised us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, I think, um, of course, since you are more of like, you know, the psychologist, maybe give us a little preamble as to what culture shock is. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, thereafter, we share our own experience. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's some um, culture shock? Yeah, as a psychologist amongst the two of us, <laughs> I think I'm better placed to, to explain what Don't culture, rub it in. <laughs> to explain what culture shock is. I mean, a psychologist should give the explanation. Don't if rub you it want in. to take this explanation from a, a business person, I mean, <laughs> I'll try my possible. We best. may run into forex exchange. <laughs> okay, so yeah, culture shock. So mm-hmm. culture shock can be defined as the personal disorientation okay. or the confusion that, or maybe surprise that an individual experiences, mm-hmm. especially when they have moved into a new environment or okay. cultural environment or so- mm. social environment different from what they are used to. Mm. Mm. So for us, it was moving from Ghana to Sweden. Okay. And of course, we know that the cultural and social environments are, you know, completely different. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these are some of the, you know, confusion or surprises or, um, yeah, changes that we experienced when we moved here, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, culture shock, of course, can be manifested in a lot of ways. Okay. People exhibit these shocks in different ways. Sometimes it may come off in the form of anger. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know why you're laughing because you did experience that and you exhibited it in the form of anger. And frustration, actually. And yeah, anger and frustration, mm-hmm. yeah. And sometimes it could also show off in like anxiety mm-hmm. where the person panics and it's like, ah, how am I going to deal with it? You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it could come out that way. Mm-hmm. It could also come out through like boredom. Okay. Where the person feels like. You want to keep to yourself? 
Yeah, okay. exactly. Like you don't know what to do, so mm. you're just bored, mm. you know. Mm. And then, of course, when you keep to yourself, then that leads to loneliness. And then some people tend to um, indulge in excessive sleeping, okay. like just sleeping their lives away, <laughs> you know, because they're bored, they're lonely, there's nothing to do, there's no mm. one to talk to, you mm-hmm. feel really out of place. Mm-hmm. And then some people may also, some people also tend to overeat. Really? Yeah. Because oh. eating is like a... It's a way that some people cope with stress and anxiety. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, for example, someone who just got their heart broken, okay. you know, may want to like eat and just to feel good. And, mm. you know, some they call it comfort food. Mm. So, some people may just, you know, buy a whole bucket of chicken and eat it, you know, fried chicken. And it's it's nice. Or that ice cream. That should be nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm but, sorry. <laughs> you know, but bear in mind that as you do that, you're, you're likely to gain weight. Mm-hmm. So these are some of the ways that, you know, cultural shock may manifest, manifest or mm-hmm. exhibit itself in a mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that causes cultural shock mm-hmm. could be when there's a, a technological gap. Okay. Yeah. So when someone feels like there's so much technology in the new, maybe, um, space, mm-hmm. or there's even less technology in the space as com- compared to compared what, to what mm-hmm. they are used mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Or homesickness. Mm-hmm. So if, for example, when I came to Sweden, I was, you know, always missing home because, of course, I'd left you behind. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really hard, you know, the yeah. first few times, yeah. the first few weeks. So not, you know, always looking back home, always mm-hmm. missing home, missing mm-hmm. the people, the food, the culture and everything. It, 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 it makes the whole new, you know, culture they're experiencing really different and confusing for you. Mm-hmm. So that's just, that's how, you know, some of the things that causes that. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that can also cause cultural shock is when there's a language barrier. Of course. Yeah. Wow. So I think we both experienced that in Sweden. Mm-hmm. And if you're wondering, in Sweden, we speak Swedish. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very different from English. I think the closest is to like German Oh. Yeah, so that should tell you how, yeah, it is. <laughs> I won't say strange, but how complicated it can be. It might be. It might be, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, those are some of the causes of, you know, cultural shock. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot, actually. You have. Yeah, I'm I glad have. I could teach you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you teach me a lot of things, actually. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm so smart. Rub it in. <laughs> okay, so I think now we can move straight into our own experiences, mm-hmm. the kind of shocks that we had mm-hmm. when I could go here personally and of course you share your own mm-hmm. as well, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first shock mm-hmm. I had when I got to Sweden mm-hmm. was drum rolls, <laughs> the language barrier, mm-hmm. just like you um, um, alluded to earlier. Mm-hmm. I think um, before I got to Sweden, I know you were here already. You said, of course, in Sweden, they spoke Swedish. Mm-hmm. However, I had also, you know, read stuff online, um, which indicated that in Sweden, in as much as they spoke Swedish, they also speak English. So I think I, I thought that, of course, um, basic information, for instance, information at the bus stop, maybe <laughs> at the train station, you know, in the, the shops, shops and all that yeah. might Either be in English and Swedish, mm-hmm. so a combination of the two. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. so I, 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 I didn't think that most of the information would actually be in Swedish. Oh, practically all the information. All the information yeah. actually, you know, would be in Swedish. So I think um, the first time I joined the bus, for instance, I realized um, that the inscriptions, for instance, some of the inscriptions were actually in Swedish. I didn't understand a thing, you know. And for me, that was quite frustrating from uh, during the beginning because I didn't understand anything. There are times that you actually um, um, join the bus, for instance, um, and the bus driver is actually passing on an information to you know the um, passengers, mm-hmm. and he or she is actually speaking in Swedish, <laughs> and I don't understand. Yeah. And those moments, trust me, was quite embarrassing because yeah. then you'd have to ask someone, um, excuse me. What he's saying and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was seriously, it was um, very frustrating. It was a shock, you know. Yeah. I didn't, I remember I used to complain a lot. You remember I used to nag a lot. And I think it, it, at some point, it was like, 
you were angry. Mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> I was. And yeah. I, I talking about anger. I think um, one of the things that I could also associate, you know, to that, mm-hmm. with regards to the language, you know, barrier is when I first arrived and I was looking for a job. You know, I wanted to combine, you know, schooling with, you know, I'm doing some side, you know, gig and all that. And I remember. I would always go to LinkedIn, Indeed, and other, you know, portals trying to look for a job. And you see this job, you know, okay, they are looking for the same experience you have, you know, from back home. And when you get down there, you see, okay, you should speak Swedish mm-hmm. and English fluently. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was quite frustrating. I know. It was. I know. <laughs> it, was. Yeah. it was. It was a shock. I, I remember I used to say... I used to think, okay, should I go back home? Because, I mean, I used to, you know, work before I came. I I used to be okay, you know. And the shock for me was to start afresh, starting afresh. That was quite, you know, um, shocking. And there are are certain rules, for instance, that, you know, excuse my language, is beneath you sometimes. But you just want to get in there and hopefully climb up a bit, you know. But unfortunately, you are not, you know, even given the um, opportunity and all that. And it was frustrating. Not now. Now I understand the system, you know, a bit. But previously, it was quite frustrating for me. So the language barrier was really, really a shock and um, frustrating for me. What do you think? Yeah, myself, you know, the language barrier, of course. I remember when I came to Sweden, you know, the first day. Um, Lund University, they always meet the students at the train station mm-hmm. and then they pick us up to pick our, our room keys mm-hmm. and everything. And then when they were driving me back to my student hostel, that's when I was like, everything is Swedish. Like the street names, because I was trying to figure out, you know, I'd watch a lot of videos. So I, I was trying to see if I could find where we were and all that. And the street names, everything was Swedish. I remember when I go to the grocery shop and I wanted to buy something. It was Swedish, so I had to figure out what is rice, which one is sugar, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. And then I remember recently we went in the grocery shop and then you wanted to buy oats. And then you ended up picking <laughs> something else. And I'm like, no, that's not oats. Because, yeah, you know, it's it's the same. You know, the packaging looks really similar. But Remember the, there was this time that I actually bought um, something else. You bought muesli. <laughs> when I asked you to buy oats. <laughs> You know, so, and there was another time you also bought yogurts when you were supposed to buy milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 so, I mean, they, of course, it's all diary, it looks similar. But mm-hmm. if you don't know what is written on it, then you, <laughs> you end up buying <laughs> something else. So, for me, that was, like, really hard. Like, mm-hmm. I had to, like, relearn everything. Sometimes you use Google Translate and then it just says something really weird mm-hmm. that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And then, and you remember there was this other time, too, you had to, I was at work and then you sent me a picture you said, oh, uh, my ma- one of my friends received this yeah, mail from the, the tax, tax office. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So can yeah. you help him translate mm, what it was? And mm. then I'm like, okay, give me some time. I went through the text and then I called you back and I'm like, okay. So it looks like this and that and that and that. And luckily for us, we had you. Yeah. yeah so yeah. imagine. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's really, it can be difficult. Yeah. Very, very. And then it just comes with this confusion because mm-hmm. you don't know where you are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The language. Yeah. yeah. So was the first shock. <laughs> that was the first shock for me. Mm. Would you say it was the first shock for you too? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Pretty much, okay. yeah. Mm. Mm. Sometimes mm. you just have to rely on your senses. Like, I think rice should look like this. You know, <laughs> I think sugar should look like this. And then you, you just go ahead with that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm. What was your second shock? Uh, my second shock... Mm-hmm was the fact that mm-hmm. you could drink from the tap. Wow. Yeah, like the tap water is that clean mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. just, you know, fetch it into a cup and mm-hmm. drink it directly. You don't have to think about filtration or anything. Yeah. Yeah, mm. which is really, like, shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Considering where we come from. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember back at home, you know, we used to have a garden. So mm-hmm. we used to water the garden with the tap water. And mm-hmm. there was the time we actually caught a fish. Fish? From the tap. Was it alive? Yeah. It, it was, was a golden fish. It was like... A, what was the size? Maybe like a five centimeters. But really? yeah, we did... Of course, it died like after two <laughs> or three days because we didn't know how to take care of a fish. But we did catch a fish. 
Wow. From the tap, so imagine if you are drinking, you have no idea what you may the be drinking. Things, yeah, yeah mm, you know. Mm, but mm. in Sweden, and I, I have a friend, you know, she I think uh, she came to Sweden with her fresh, you know, a newly born baby. baby? Okay. Yeah, and she said she was uh, told that it was okay to give the fresh baby water from the tap. Mm. You know, back at home, you have to boil the water yeah. and all that. Yeah, but it was okay to just give the baby the, the tap, tap water. water. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And you know, back home too, we spend a lot of, you know, money trying to buy sachet water or yeah. bottle water. Because the only thing, personally, um, I used to um, use the tap water for was for cooking and for bathing. And maybe washing. And washing, exactly. Mm-hmm. And washing mm-hmm. as well. But um, when it comes to drinking, mm-hmm. just imagine you visit someone um, someday and then they fetch <laughs> <laughs> you tap water. Like, back you want home to kill Ghana. me? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. you want to call me, yeah. yeah. And you know, even for things like if you have to make like tea, mm-hmm. you, you you wouldn't just use the tap water. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. here you could maybe just fetch from you know the warm side, the exactly. warm water, mm-hmm. and use that for like a cup of tea, mm-hmm. and, and you're and good to fine. go. Yeah. yeah. So that's shocking. Pretty shocking. <laughs> but it's a it's a positive shock. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a positive shock. I think okay, my language shock was uh, a negative shock. Yeah. Um, yeah. Myself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting that you brought um, the aspect of positive and negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, into mm-hmm. it. Mine lang- language was um, negative, mm-hmm. and of course the tap water for me as well was, was um, positive. positive. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now it's like yeah, we have it's, it's an it's a balance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh okay okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, Any What was your next shock? My next shock mm-hmm. was the fact that mm-hmm. drivers do stop. At the zebra. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was quite shocking. Yeah, I was, I was, I should say, pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time I remember, I was on the bicycle. Mm-hmm. I got to the zebra, and of course, I thought based on the experience I had back home, you know, I thought, okay, I need to take my time, wait till the car, you know, moves, and then I go. But I realized whilst I was approaching the zebra. The car had actually stopped, signaled me to, you know, come. Mm-hmm. And then after I g- crossed, it moved. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's strange. <laughs> that's because, of course, um, back home in Ghana, so there are times that when I drive, <laughs> I don't stop at the zebra. You should be embarrassed. I'm ashamed, actually. <laughs> I'm ashamed, you know. Yeah. And um, it was quite, you know, shocking. I initially actually thought it was a one-off event, you know. So I decided to be observant, mm-hmm. pay attention to see whether it's the norm, you know. And then I realized, okay. Like, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. And I was, I was shocked, mommy. I was, I was like, wow, that, that's um, interesting. And indeed, um, when the um, cars actually get to an intersection, for instance, they actually stop for, like, maybe 15 to maybe 20 seconds, Trying to see whether, you know, there's someone coming, either someone riding, you know, the bicycle or what have you, before they actually move. And for me, I was um, pleasantly surprised, you know, by that. And, um, yeah, that's um, what I want to say. Mm -hmm. But you have another experience, right, in Lund? Yeah, with the same bus, you know, the the same zebra thing. Mm -hmm. And for me, I did realize that in Lund... The bus drivers, they don't stop at the zebra. <laughs> Seriously, they were not stopping for me. Mm-hmm. So it was always like, okay, if it's a private car or it's, you know, any other, you know, car, I could move. Mm-hmm. But if it's the bus, please, I'll just stand there and wait like I'm just in Why? Ghana. And <laughs> I don't want to die. Those drivers were not stopping. I, I, I'm not kidding. They were not stopping. Mm-hmm. So it was always, you know, like a, a bit difficult. Like if it's the, the especially the green buses, mm-hmm. you know, like in Lund, they have the um, city buses, which are the green ones. And then the regional buses, which are the yellow ones. So the green ones, actually, it's more of like intercity. Yeah, it works and just then, yeah. within like a like Lund mm-hmm. and then the yellow buses go to other like small communities mm-hmm. around Lund. Malung, they even yeah. have some that come all the way to Malmo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's for the yellow buses. But the yellow buses were pretty the drivers were pretty nice. They're cattails, yeah, they were yeah. really polite and mm-hmm. really nice. Like if you enter they're like, Hello, hi, mm-hmm. you know. But the Manon. yellow the green bus they're like, uh 
<laughs> you even say hey, and then they're looking away like, yeah. just get off, get in. <laughs> So they are the green, the green buses. They were mm, always here. Mm, but I was wondering, don't you think maybe they don't stop at the zebra or so because maybe they are racing, you know, against time or something? You know, so so time. am I. I'm also <laughs> racing against my time. So I mean, if we are not stopping for each other, you know. But yeah, that was my experience in Lund. I really mm. felt like the drivers, were, the bus drivers, were not obeying like the zebra rule. Mm, so mm. please, if you are moving to Lund <laughs> or coming to visit Lund. Just when you are trying to cross the road at, at a bus, make sure that if it's green, <laughs> you just behave like you're in Africa. But if it's a yellow bus, then you can react like you're in Sweden. Okay. Yes. <laughs> then I guess when it comes to this, mm. my experience, of course, was pretty different from, yeah, from yours. Yeah. yeah. But it was still, you know, kind of nice to see that they could, you know, stop for you. Because mm. initially, mm. I think my first weeks. I used to run across the streets mm. like I would do in Ghana. Oh, okay. Yeah, even at the zebra, I used to run. Like, I felt like, you know... Because you didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I felt like mm. I, you know, everybody's in, like, in a hurry. So yeah. hurry up and cross the road so that they can go. Mm. So I, I used to run, but mm. now I, I don't do that. Now I just take my time and unless walk leisurely. It's, unless it's the green bus. Unless it's the green <laughs> buses. Because I'm still, you know, worried that they may want to kill me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> No one to kill you. <laughs> I mean, if I can't knock you, you're going to die. So, yeah. Not in all cases. Well, I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's about um, drivers, you know, stopping at the zebra as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you know the next thing that really shocked me in Sweden mm-hmm. was PDA. Like PDA is on the high. Public display of affection. Yes, public display of affection. Mm. Like, they were kissing everywhere. <laughs> like, they are just kissing. Oh, please, if you are below 18, don't, don't listen to this part, you know. Just and in case you are with someone as well, exactly. with below 18, kindly. Just cover their ears, please. We don't want to um, demoralize anybody's child. Yeah. So, like, people were kissing. Just at the bus stop, they're kissing. You know, on the way to school, they're kissing, holding hands. Hey, I'm like, what are they doing? Were like, you jealous? Well, sort of. Why? Yeah, because you were not here and I couldn't <laughs> do something. I felt like they were just rubbing I it th- in my I face. Th- I thought as much. <laughs> you know, no, but it was really strange because, you know, I mean, coming from Africa, you never see your parents sh- showing affection to each other. <laughs> like, I never saw my father kissing my mother. Not even on the cheek. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you see some before? Yes. You did? Yeah. Your father and your mother? Yeah. Anyway, your father is romantic. So. Yeah, just like I am. Yeah. Like father, like It, it runs like through the family, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, like you hardly really see that. Like African couples, you don't see them kissing or holding hands. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have seven kids. Like, <laughs> how, how do they do it? it? How, how did you do it? You know? So for me, it was really strange, like... And you know, Lund is also like a student city, so there are lots of young people, mm-hmm. and they are holding hands mm-hmm. and kissing on the bus. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you see like this young, like fifteen-year-old girl and boy, and they are kissing. I'm like, where are your parents? <laughs> like, who allowed you to do this? I mean, for me, it was it was pretty strange. Strange, yeah. Mm. I felt like they were just divaginizing me, really, in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think. I could um, tie this into Mm. an experience that I had. And that was also shocking, you know. And the fact that um, nudity is actually normal. Yeah, it's normal. Nudity is normal. It's normal. I I was shocked, actually, you know. I remember the initial stages when I arrived. I remember there was this time that I um, escorted you to um, work. Mm -hmm. And then that day I said I was going to stay around, you know, till you you close. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember there was actually um, a beach nearby. Yeah, close to a beach. Yeah, yeah, so I decided to just, you know, go sit there and um, read. I had a book, so read to us, you know, you work. And then when you close, um, we, we come home, you know, to, mm-hmm. together. And I remember when I got to the beach, ah, I was shocked. <laughs> I'm Why? sure everybody's wondering what I'm Why talking about. Why were you about. shocked? <laughs> yeah. I was shocked because um, I remember I was reading... Mm-hmm. And then one moment or one point, I decided to raise my head. Mm-hmm. 
And then there I saw a lady coming out of the water, bare chested. <laughs> like without a bra. Yeah. You know, the, <clears throat> what I'm used to is, of course, when you go to, you know, the beaches like in Africa or back home in Ghana, I mean, they wear bikini, you yeah, know. Yeah. So they cover it up, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, they 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 came out, bare chested. And I was like, what? what's happening here where am i and then i i was like okay because i didn't want to look you know there yeah. too much before they start thinking i Forever. mean I, yeah exactly that's the word <laughs> i didn't want that to i decided to look away mm-hmm. and lo and behold guess what mm-hmm. i looked uh, to the other you know opposite direction and then there someone was also i mean coming out you know from the water birches there as well but at least they had some panty on. Yeah, they had panty. And mm-hmm. then they had, you know, um, they were either walking with, I'm sure maybe their partner mm-hmm. or maybe a friend. So, mm-hmm. and when they come out, their friend also meet them up with a towel. Okay. And then they actually put it on their shoulder. It's not like they cover themselves cover. up. <laughs> yeah. And it was shocking. And this time, of course, um, you can't do this, you know, during win- winter. Sorry. Yeah. It was actually summer. Mm-hmm. And I was terribly shocked. I know. You yeah. know, in Sweden, they actually have nude beaches. They do? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, beaches where it's like, you should be nude. Like, that. that and then they have the male and then the female section. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we know what can happen when you put two naked adults together. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they do have nude beaches. Maybe you found yourself at the nude Maybe. beach and you were not aware you were there. Yeah. yeah I'm mm-hmm. shocked. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't... I wasn't used to it. That mm-hmm. was the first time I, I mean, I've seen something like that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, there's, I remember there was this time too that I was actually returning, you know, then I was, you know, schooling. Mm-hmm. I was returning from school and then I saw this lady on the bicycle. Mm-hmm. I think they went to the beach as well. Mm-hmm. They were returning, riding the bicycle in their bikini. In the bikini? Yeah, bikini. yeah. Yeah, you rem- yeah, you remember I also told you once about a lady that I saw in mm-hmm. Limham Centrum. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, quite central part of Malmo. Mm-hmm. And there a lady was in her bikini mm-hmm. and a sandal with a backpack on, <laughs> carrying her chair. Like she's coming back from the beach, she's going home. Interesting. Bikini, with like just imagine, bikini with sandals on and a backpack carrying a chair. In the public place. In the public space, like crossing the road, going mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. That was really shocking. Yeah. And I remember I called you. I was mm-hmm. like, Kwame, come and see what I just saw. Like, <laughs> come and see what I just saw. That, that was really shocking for me. And for me, that was even just last summer. Like, mm-hmm. just last year. Mm-hmm. And that was really strange, you know. Yeah. You was... don't do this in Ghana. In the street? Yeah, because you know, even in Ghana, there are some, sometimes the ladies, if you wear any, like, revealing clothing or maybe a little bit short. To be just yeah, yeah, people will just hoot at you. Mm, you know, they follow you with noise. Yeah, stuff, yeah. And, and really abusive, you know, mm. worse to you. So, for me, seeing that here, it was really shocking. Yeah. And for like, me it's also, normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I saw it um, tells me how open-minded, you know, Sweden is. Mm-hmm. Um, you are not judged. No. You know. No. Yeah. Definitely not by what you wear. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 So it was, yeah, strange. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether we should um, categorize this as positive or negative. This I won't say neutral. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where to put it. I mean, because yeah, yeah. it has some negatives and I think and mm-hmm. some positives mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I agree. It's mm-hmm. it's just balance mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any other shock? I think um, the the shock, the next shock that I would want to talk about is the fact that alcohol mm-hmm. is sold in one shop yeah. in Sweden. Mm-hmm. That was surprising. Um, coming from, you know, um, a country where, I mean, when you step out, you can actually, you know, walk into a bar yeah. and buy maybe... Or a blue kiosk. <laughs> <laughs> Blue kiosks. If any anybody is wondering what blue kiosks is, like you know those in Ghana, we have those really small like, uh, you know, kiosks or shops mm-hmm. where they only sell alcohol and they sell like really hard liquor. Yes, yeah, strong traditional, you know, <laughs> drinks. And I think we call that appetition. Yes, and you know those ones that um, when you take a sip, you'd have to hit your chest. Yeah, like it's really strong. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. 
Mm. So yeah, yeah. we have a lot of that. It's called blue kios. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they um, call that blue though? They usually paint it blue. Oh, that's why. Yeah, like the blue oil yeah. paint. Yeah, it's usually oh, painted okay. blue. So they call it blue kiosk. Oh. Uh huh. Okay. You always learn new things from me. I'm alright. <laughs> I just learned. I didn't know I never did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I was I was shocked. Um, because mm-hmm. as I said, you know, back home in Ghana, I mean, um, yeah, I used to. I mean, stepping out to grab you know beer if you want to anytime, any day, you know. However, like in Sweden, I remember the first time that I wanted to get um, red wine. Mm-hmm. I remember I went to, of course, this shop. It's called System Bolaget, yeah, yeah, in Sweden. Mm-hmm. And it's actually owned by the state, right? Yeah, it is. It's state-owned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's state-regulated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember we went in there to get um, the red wine and something happened. Tell listeners what happened. So, you know, like in Sweden, the legal age for drinking you know, alcohol is 18, but the legal age for purchasing alcohol is 20. So like we entered, you know, we went to buy this wine and they thought I was less than 20. (laughs) So they asked me for ID card and I I was so offended. Like, do I look like I'm less than eight, like less than 20? It depends on how you want to look at it because it could be a compliment. It could be a compliment, but at at that moment, I know, but at that moment I was really like offended. I'm like, (laughs) do I look like a child? Like, why would I come to buy alcohol if I know I'm not permitted to? You get mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, if I also look like I'm less than 20, that's really cute. Yeah. That, yeah. You, you actually look like, yeah, less I than know. 20. People always say, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I could look at it in two ways. I, ca- so, I can just yeah. imagine the kind of image you are painting, like, in the minds of it, listeners right now. <laughs> yeah, like, how does mommy look? She looks like she's 18, but she's not. Yeah. She could actually be someone's grandma. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, anyway, that that was you know quite you know um, shocking you know mm-hmm. for me, and I think they don't work. I mean, system bolaget, you mm. know, they don't work uh, during the weekend, right? Do they? Yeah, I think now they do work on Saturdays, but I'm not even sure if it's every system bolaget. I think okay. it's some because I remember when we were like when I used to live in Lund back then, they didn't used to open on on weekends. Mm. So when the students wanted to have like a student party, mm-hmm. they always had to get the uh, the drinks like maybe. On Thursday okay. or Friday, because mm-hmm. on Friday there could be like a long queue mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. to go in to buy mm-hmm. alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now I think they they, they open on some Saturdays, mm-hmm. and I also know that now you can even order online. So so if, far cool. Yeah, so if you want to have like a party on maybe Saturday, you can order like a week or two before, just so you have the drinks in time. Next time we should order on online, so you don't get you know that experience. Yeah, that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it wasn't mm-hmm. nice. But do they work um, during the holidays as well? I don't think so. Mm, no. mm, mm. We don't drink that much, so we don't know how <laughs> how often system Bolaget is open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But it tells you how regulated, you know. Yeah, alcohol is. Okay. Yeah. But that for me was um, a negative experience. Oh. Yeah, it was. I think it's good because then they can, you know, control how much alcohol is consumed really can be i don't know yeah because i don't think it really changes anything i don't think i so. can just buy 10 bottles on tuesday and exactly finish it all, you know you it know. doesn't mean because you regulated yeah that i i won't buy yeah yeah i mean we don't understand why it's like that but i mean but yeah mm-hmm. mm. we have to read the history of sweden to understand yeah. that <laughs> but that was a shock right okay. yeah. yeah it was it was mm-hmm. but for me it was negative mm-hmm. yeah okay i wanted to be able to you know just walk into any shop and buy you know yeah some wine and uh, yeah yeah relax with mommy yeah yeah even though i'll just watch you drink <laughs> <laughs> anyway what's the next one for you well the next thing that i found really surprising in mm-hmm. sweden was mm-hmm. pertaining to security okay like I remember there was a time Mm -hmm. that, you know, I'd come home, we were, you know, we had finished dinner and everything went to bed. The next morning I was going to work. Okay. I remember. And then, you know what, Mm. you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then we started looking for my key. Mm-hmm. And we were looking everywhere. We couldn't find the key. Mm-hmm. I asked you, have you seen my key? No. And then we decided, okay, you know what? Since you are going to go to school mm-hmm. later during the day and you come home earlier than me, mm-hmm. then I'll just go and make sure you come home earlier so mm-hmm. that I can come home, you know, I can, you know, get in. Mm-hmm. And then later on, we can request for a key from mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Um, housing accommodation agency. Yeah. yeah. So we did that. And then just when I was going out of the room, I saw the key in the keyhole. Stuck right like behind the door. Like just behind the door. And mm-hmm. we went to bed. Yeah. And there was no breaking or anything. This one, it wouldn't even be breaking. There was no, no entry. Yeah. Because we didn't lock the we door. We hadn't yeah. locked the door. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty strange. Like mm-hmm. we could go to bed wake up and the key was behind the door mm-hmm. and i think it's so far it's happened more than two times i think maybe like three or four times yep. yeah because even in this new apartment this happened mm-hmm. and it was really strange that nobody even knocked on your door rang the bell and said hello you left your key behind the door there was nothing like that mm-hmm. and there was no theft nothing mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me that was really really strange you mm-hmm. know yeah 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 it was it was it was However, of course, we are not saying that. I mean, Sweden. Um, in Sweden, there's no theft. No, <laughs> I, in, under no circumstance are we saying that. Yeah, they they often really steal bikes. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the predominant or the common one, you know, mm-hmm. stealing of bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you better. I mean, if you are listening to this and you think you are thinking of you know moving to Sweden, you better lock you know your bike. Anytime. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. I mean, you could just leave your bike outside like a grocery shop. Maybe you're just running in for a minute to pick up some bread, you mm-hmm. know, and then you leave. And if you don't lock your bike, you come mm-hmm. back and it's not there. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how, you know, swift they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And some people, for them, that's like their job. They just <laughs> go around stealing <laughs> bikes. bikes and well, I selling them. I, I learned yeah. they go around like with buses mm-hmm. and they just, you know, take the bike mm-hmm. and push, push it inside the bus and yeah, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. So we are not saying that it's that, you know. Yeah, but in so our case, yeah, yeah, we were, you know, we didn't experience it. I anything. remember the, um, there was this time I saw that someone actually called you. You had misplaced your mm-hmm. card, mm-hmm. your bus card. Mm-hmm. And I think bank card or something. Yeah, and then someone my, called you. It was my buy, my bus card and mm-hmm. then it was my um, ID card. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, the person, you know, saw my name on the, the ID card mm-hmm. and looked me up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then she sent me a message and said, hello, my name is that, that, that. I saw your, you know, your cards mm-hmm. in, I think it was in Lunsen, around Lund Central. Mm-hmm. And called and said, I saw this and that. Can you meet me around the cathedral in mm-hmm. like 15 minutes? Mm-hmm. And then I meet you there with it. I'm like, sure, thank you. And then I went there, and in 15 minutes, my card was missing, but I got it back. Yeah. And for me, I was so, so surprised. Like, Impressed. Yeah, well, uh, pleasantly in- surprised, mm-hmm. you know, to, that, to have my cards missing mm-hmm. and to get it back. Uh, you wanted to say pleasantly impressed. I guess. Say yeah. that fast. Uh, I was, yeah, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. So that was that was really nice, and I know there was another time too. You remember, it was my birthday. I closed from work, and then you know people were really sending messages, happy birthday, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. So I was you know busily replying all that, and I misplaced my bank card, my yep. Mastercard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I quickly called the bank, and then I blocked it. Mm-hmm. But I think a week later, there was a guy who reached out to, to me you. Yeah. and said, "I saw yeah, your card yeah, here yeah. and there." I'm like. Thank you, but I've already blocked it, so you can just throw it away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like someone actually reached out to me mm. with that, you know, with my de- my my missing stuff, mm-hmm. and that was really nice. Yeah, and I talking about this, I think um, uh, for of course our listeners, one common thing here um, that makes it easier for people to reach out to you, um, even if you've misplaced your stuff, is to have the same name as. Um, your Facebook, uh, your Facebook name. you know, name. Yeah. So the same name, I mean, you your use... Your actual name. Your actual name should be, you know, your um, Facebook, Facebook name. Yeah. It makes it easier. I remember yeah. there was this time, too, that we also saw someone's card. And we actually checked, you know, the person out on Facebook. And then we and realized... We yeah, yeah. And then we just, you know, sent the person a text. So it's actually... Um, and as much as we are sharing um, our experience about the shock, it's actually a tip as well. Just in case it comes to Sweden... Don't have um, Shakur as you yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, if that's not your like role. sexy girl fifty two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I try not to do that. So yeah. I just in case you misplace an item, I mean, someone can, you know, um, in case someone finds it, they yeah. can, you know, reach out to you. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Interesting. And you, you remember the lady that you found her ID and you went to meet her up? She said, actually, her car, someone yeah. had broken into the car. Yeah. And that's so that how <laughs> we found her car. So please, that should tell you that yeah. it's not at all safe. Yeah. But we did find, you know, yeah. some. Yeah. 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 Mm. That's, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing I want to talk about mm. is um, how people in Sweden pick after their dogs. Mm. So what I mean by that, mm-hmm. okay, is that in Sweden, I mean, people walk their dogs, you know, a lot. Yeah. There are uh, a lot of people that have like pets. Exactly. And most most of the time is dogs. And then in the mornings and in the evenings, they usually go out mm-hmm. you know, walking the dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, um, when there's dogs, you know, <laughs> poop. Yeah. The owners actually pick, you know, the poops up. Yeah. And actually in Sweden, they, they also have, you know, containers, you yeah, know. Yeah, they have like bins, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, where you can, you know, drop this, you know, poops, you know, in. Mm-hmm. And the first time I was, I was quite, you know, shocked. Because, I mean, in Ghana, I, we also had dogs. Yeah. And sometimes you, you, you take them on walk and they poop. I mean, you don't care. Yeah. Now I'm ashamed. <laughs> You should be. Yeah, you yeah. Should be. I, I. It was. It was quite. You know, sure. Because they put. You know, um, the plastic bag like around their hands and, and they, um, they pick it up. They in pick case, it up. In case someone was wondering, like they pick up the poop. Like how do they pick? Yeah, up not the with poop? their hands. Not with their hands. <laughs> no. But they, I think they have these special bags. Yep. You know that they actually yep. sell in the yeah. pet shops. Mm-hmm. So they just wrap that around their mm-hmm. um thing, their hands, hands. and mm-hmm. then they pick it up, mm-hmm. and then they just drop it in there mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. bin, mm-hmm. which is specially designed for dog sure. poop. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that. That bin is actually really nice. Like it has this really cool <laughs> lid. Maybe we can take a picture and put it on Instagram in case one people of are days, curious yeah. about seeing the dog one poop bin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then write something you know about it, like on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was it was quite you know um, surprising, and uh, I was shocked as well because I when I first saw it, then that was when it struck me that okay. Just imagine, I mean, um, for all the dogs, like, in, I mean, our municipality, if everybody, you know, step up with their dogs and they poop they and they pick, pick it up. up, I mean, we wouldn't even have anywhere to, you know, step. Yeah, that would be so nasty. Yeah. Just thinking about it. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Like, you know, back home in Ghana, I mean, you also have stray dogs, like, who do not have owners. Yeah. We, there were stray dogs in Ghana. Why are you forgotten? Like dogs that just walk around pooping, pooping. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you know, like I, I mean, it's not like I've forgotten, but it's, it's not like you think about I really dog poop. Like I don't think about. No, I don't. Nobody does actually. Yeah, that would be so strange if I was thinking about dog poop. But like there were stray dogs and sh- stray chicken, like those yeah. free roaming chicken, and actually goats and goats, yeah. like in the streets. Yeah. Oh my god! The poop everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so I I I was I was shocked in a positive way, you know. Mm-hmm. I I say that there are a lot of things that I've also you know picked up and learned here. That of course, if I go, I'm not sure. I'm sure now if I go home and then maybe I'm walking, you know, a dog and all that. I also pick after them, you know. I and then not. now Ghanaians would be like, "What is yeah, wrong with what? him?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just as we were thinking, what's wrong yeah. with them? Now you'd be strange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's about that. Yeah, people p- picking after um, their um, dogs. Yeah. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else for you? I think for me, another thing that was really like surprising mm-hmm. was how informal. Like Swedes are with names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like for example, in the university, like in school, mm-hmm. I was expected to call my lecturers by their first names. Like, oh hi Angela, hi Stella, hi Annika, and that was really difficult for me to do that. Not Auntie Annika. Your lecturer. Un- uncle. Oh uncle. no. Uncle Kwame. Like you know, back in back home, especially in Africa, we have a lot of uncles and aunties that a lot more times you don't even they are not related to you in any yeah. way, but like as a sign of respect. But mm-hmm. here, I mean, you just address people by their first names, even in emails. Hey, 
mm-hmm. uh, maybe Erika so here, so, yeah. you know, hello this. Mm-hmm. And it was so simple. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, for me, that was really like refreshing, mm-hmm. like not have so much in as much as we, we respect them, I mean, it's not because I'm calling you by your, your first name, so I don't respect yeah, that's you. Respect, yeah, there's yeah. that respect. But it was just like, you know, just like reducing this whole bureaucracy and this, mm, you know, level mm, of mm, authority. Mm, like it was, mm, it was mm, really nice mm, to have mm, that. Mm, yeah. Mm. So for me, that was really interesting. That was a positive one for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I think... Um, the experience I had with that, I, I also remember whilst, you know, schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember there was this particular, you know, um, lecturer. I couldn't, you know, just mention her name. <laughs> it was always professor something. And she did it like that. Yeah. <laughs> she did. So I remember um, recently I actually met her and I actually mentioned, you know, her by, you know, the first name. And she was like, oh, I see you've learned. I'm like, yeah. yeah we had to. Yeah. But it's... It, um, it's good to have this, you know, as you rightly, you know, said, said um, earlier. It makes it easy for us to be able to approach people, mm-hmm, like especially mm-hmm. those in authority, mm-hmm, you know. Because mm-hmm. if I just call you by your first name, then, you know, I should be that comfortable with mm-hmm, you to say mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was really nice. Yeah. And you know, like my lecturers at the University of Ghana, there was one of them who actually said, I earned my title to be called by it. So there was no way we could, you know, just call yeah, him by his first name. We had to be like, Dr. This, yeah. Professor That, mm-hmm. Mrs. This, Mr. Mm-hmm. That. But here, you don't even know who is married or not because they yeah. don't really put Mrs. Yeah. in front no, of their name. No, yeah. no, no. So that's really nice. It's a positive one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Anything that surprised you? Um, I think the next thing that I would like to talk about is how people smoke anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a negative one for me. Yeah. Myself, you know, it's, it's really, I think back at home, it's really frowned on if you like smoke. Yeah. Yeah. But here it's like pretty normal. People are just smoking. Kids are smoking. Yeah. 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 Because you know, back home, like when you smoke. You're seen as someone who is deviant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's seen yeah. as a deviant behavior. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, I was shocked actually. There are times that up until now that of course the government has actually um, issued out, you know, this, you know, regulation. Okay? Yeah. So that people cannot smoke like maybe the bus stop. Bus stop. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know whether I should say it used to frustrate me, but oh, I mean. at the bus stop, it was, it was quite frustrating because I don't smoke. So when you you when know you the smoke second around <laughs> yeah. me, then I feel like I'm also smoking. Then. Yeah, yeah. For know. me, yeah. You know, recently I was at the bus stop, mm-hmm. and you know the law was passed. I think last two years ago, mm-hmm. 2019, mm-hmm. first July, mm-hmm. that people shouldn't smoke at the bus stops. Mm-hmm. So now they have that no smoking sign, um, sign, uh, sign yeah. at the mm-hmm. bus stops. Mm-hmm. And then there the guy came at the bus. I was waiting for the bus, mm-hmm. and he was smoking in the booth with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Excuse me, I was I almost spoke Swedish. Yeah. I'm like, excuse me, you're not supposed to smoke here. Say that in Swedish. Check that you can't a hair. And then he's like, oh, like what? I'm like, the sign is there behind you. So I pointed to him that it's there that mm-hmm. you cannot smoke here. Like you cannot smoke here. Don't mm-hmm. come and smoke around me. <laughs> yeah. So like I had to tell him that don't I'm, smoke. I'm sure, here. I'm sure he didn't like that. He didn't like that, but he had to like just excuse yeah. me. Like for once, yeah, they, they are doing something I want them yeah. to do. Like. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. yeah but so I, I think it was it was good that that law was passed. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was quite shocking. Cause, yeah. I mean, in uh, back home in Ghana, I don't know of um, other, you know, African you know, countries, but uh, of course we use Ghana a lot because that's where we are from. Yeah. Um, of course, um, you can see people smoking, maybe in the pub, you know, in the bar, in the nightclub, yeah, fine. But... Not um, randomly street. on the street, um, at the, maybe just, the ima- just imagine, I mean, you get to, you know, the uh, bus t- terminals or stations and then someone is just there. I mean, like five people are smoking <laughs> at the time. At the same yeah. time, you know, yeah, it was, it was strange. It was, yeah. But you know, one funny thing, mm-hmm. when I was in school, I told one of my friends, he smokes. And then he was around me smoking. And then I think he could see on my face that I was uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So he asked me like, oh, do I smoke? I'm like, no. He's like, okay, then maybe let's, we were walking. So let me move to the side so the air doesn't blow it on you. Mm-hmm. And then he asked me, so like back home in Ghana, like 
do they like do people smoke in public i'm like no they, are, they only smoke like maybe at the pubs it's like but that doesn't make sense why would you smoke indoors and not outdoors i'm yeah. like well it's not allowed that's what it is yeah but yeah. for he also found it that to be very strange mm, that people mm, don't smoke mm, mm. yeah but i think a lot a lot of people smoke because of the temperature because of yeah, the weather it's quite cool i learned it yeah. makes them warm yeah yeah, yeah. so and we, we are already warm, warm so yeah, we don't need we don't. yeah we don't need that yeah yeah so yeah, yeah that was you know pretty weird mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was a nice thing for you um for me another thing that i found to be really strange was how often we change clothes exactly yeah exactly. like we buy so many clothes yeah and that's because you know we had the um, autumn, winter, spring, mm-hmm. summer, mm-hmm. and every season is different from the other. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the clothes that we wear in winter, mm-hmm. we cannot wear that in summer. Sure. It's, it will be too warm. Sure. And then the clothes we wear in summer, we cannot wear that in autumn because the weather is changing. And if you wear that, you'll be sick, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So then you always have to be like changing your clothes. And I think the only two seasons that you could probably use the same clothes is spring and autumn Mm -hmm. because it's like a bit cold but it's not too cold you know but other than that the boots that i wear in winter i can't wear them in summer too hot or warm it'll be too warm yeah for me Mm -hmm. so then it's like every season you need to be buying new clothes and 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 that makes you spend a lot of money a lot i know you don't like that yeah i think (laughs) um of course no wonder um fast fashion is a craze like um in europe and in Mm -hmm. sweden you know and one of the things that I also don't like about, you know, this <laughs> seasonal, you know, clothing thing is that most of the clothes you buy as well, they are not of, you know, high quality. Yeah. So um, you tend to, you know, discard them, you know, very really often. Quickly, yeah. yeah. I doubt if maybe you can, you know, um, wear maybe the same, you know, clothes for like two or three seasons, like in no, a row. No, I think I think that... The most times you can wear is like maybe you wore last summer and mm-hmm. then this summer. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, it's it's for me. It's um, it of course um, get us you know as consumers to buy a lot mm-hmm. um, of you know those clothes and all that. And I don't like it's like every time you need to you know I mean change something in your wardrobe and all that because I mean back home yeah you buy clothes but of course not that you know often. You know, I actually think we used to buy that much clothes, but we just didn't notice. I don't think so for really? me. Yeah, I don't well, think so. Because I buy, I mean, you wear the same clothes, I mean, year, year round, you but know. But you know, back at home too, mm-hmm. we used to have like clothing for school, clothing mm-hmm. for work, mm-hmm. clothing for church. Mm-hmm. So it's basically the same thing. Um, Seriously, think about it. I think it's the same thing. I, I don't. It depends on. For me, I wasn't going to church that much, uh, <laughs> so I don't need a lot of clothes for church. <laughs> you need God's forgiveness. I tell you, yeah, I don't, <laughs> you know. So I don't need you know um, clothes for, for instance, um, church. Mm-hmm. I basically the clothes that I had was for work, mm-hmm. for um, home, Being home, um, and for stepping out, stepping out, maybe hanging out with friends and all that. So of course, you can't wear you know work you know stuff you know to such you know um, gathering. But aside that, and I'm saying that there are times, you know, I'm more of like a long sleeved, you know, person. So mm-hmm. there are times that the, um, it got, luckily for me, it got to a point where I was working, of course, where I, I sorry, where I used to work, we can dress, you know, casual. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, it meant that the stuff that I wore to work, I can still wear when, you know, you want I, to go for a party. Exactly. Or so, yeah. Well, yeah. But that that's one thing too. In Sweden, they don't really have like, specific dress code yeah. for work sometimes if you say business casual it's mm-hmm. jeans <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah it's not like just yeah. wear some jackets and yeah. no and, and they actually dress in a very casual yeah way. very casual mm-hmm. so i guess and i guess one thing that you can actually keep through all the seasons is like a pair of, a good pair of jeans mm-hmm. you can wear that in summer you can wear that in autumn you can wear that but by the time you bought it in maybe spring mm-hmm. like generally now when we are entering the spring mm-hmm. by december it's worn out so yeah it's the same thing you just have to always be buying mm-hmm. new clothes and, yeah. and maybe a pair of you know sneakers if it's that good to you can you know yeah wear. i think the sneakers also you know mm-hmm. can last longer because mm-hmm. i think the only time i only my wear my boots are only in winter mm-hmm. so then it makes my shoes last longer mm-hmm. but the sneakers always suffer so <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that um that's it. The last thing mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. okay, um, 
is um, how I don't know how to say that, but I'll still say it. I find um, sweets to be a bit unfriendly. Yeah. And um, it was quite shocking for me, especially um, of course where we live. Um, you know, back home in Ghana, I mean, everybody knows everybody. You know, you can step out and say hi to your neighbor and say hello, hi, I said, and all that. And of course, they see you coming back, maybe from work. Sometimes, you know, you stand and chat chat, you know, for some time before you know you eventually end up, you know, in your room. However, in Sweden, it um, you don't even know your neighbor. Yeah. They see you, and then they. I think that the best you can get from them is hey. Yeah, that's like that's if you are fortunate. Yeah, hello, hello, and then everybody just looks yeah. away and continues with their life. Yeah, it, it's yeah. for me. It's um, I think it's a negative experience for me. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I'm like, yeah, and you know, there are times that you actually see them and you want to say hi, and they just look away. Yeah, they look away. <laughs> it's so demeaning for me. It's mm-hmm. quite demeaning, you know. But also, if you flip it, you realize that. Until they get to know you better, they mm-hmm. don't open up, you know. Yeah, once you get close to them, you realize mm-hmm. they're actually very nice and warm people. Mm-hmm. Like, they always, they like, like, if you're close, you're close. Mm-hmm. They really keep you yeah. close. And yeah. that's really nice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one one explanation they always give for how reserved, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say they are antisocial. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say maybe they're, like, reserved. Okay. They like to keep to themselves, okay. you know. The reason why they say they do that is because of how their weather is. Because mm. of the climate here in mm-hmm. Sweden. Because mm-hmm. it's pretty cold. Mm-hmm. So people are always indoors mm-hmm. and always keeping to themselves. Mm-hmm. So they don't really get to learn social skills. <laughs> you know, they are quite bad at social mm-hmm. skills, actually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they to them, you know, it's just adapting to their culture. Mm-hmm. But I think back at home, because it's so warm, mm-hmm. we always want to be out, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And when you're out, you talk to to talk to people sure, sure. so if you realize like the mexicans they are pretty warm mm, mm. the spanish you know mm. they are pretty warm and mm. nice people just mm. as we are mm. we have similar like cultural you know values but sweets uh, it's not so bad well they also say they are shy yeah but... yeah they also say they are shy that's why they don't open mm, up mm. but i was reading a post the other day mm-hmm. and it was a tourist who came to sweden she mm-hmm. said she was in the capital stockholm mm-hmm. and she was there for like a whole week and mm. throughout the week like nobody spoke to her yeah, nobody it's... not on the bus like hello there was nothing that's sweden yeah that's sweden yeah. so that that could be strange to you us don't, yeah. as much as possible you don't try to personalize it no don't don't take it don't take it to heart no. yeah just try they don't, they don't even notice you so if you are angry they don't even know you're yeah, angry yeah, yeah. so don't don't, don't don't take it don't yeah yeah but it was it was for me it um quite um um, a negative experience, especially mm. coming from an environment where everybody's People open warm. and warm yeah. and all that, and you come here and then it's like, mm. so yeah, that's it. Mm. Yeah, I think for me too, mm-hmm. the last thing that I'll say mm-hmm. is how quiet it is on public transport. <laughs> No, seriously, it's really quiet in the buses. Everybody's like, like glued to their phone. Yeah, like, mm. you know, people, of course, you scan, you know, the tickets with your phone. And mm. then as soon as you sit down, they are looking on their phones. Mm-hmm. And now in these Corona times, it's even worse because yeah. everybody's wearing nose masks exactly. on the buses. So nobody's yeah. talking to yeah. you, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty, but it's, it's quite nice because we, I mean, you know how. The buses in, let's say, Accra, where, <laughs> like, this one is shouting, the hawkers are selling on the streets, there's oh, yes, noise, the every, the hawkers, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there are no hawkers. No. Which is also, like, that's even something we had never considered, like, yeah, the there hawkers, are no hawkers, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, in the bus, it's, like, really quiet, mm-hmm. and... You can, you know, sit in the bus and, like, read if you want to read a you book. Don't, you, don't, you don't hear anything, like, yes... Yeah, the mates yeah, or the, the conductor won't come for money and you know <laughs> yeah. distract you reading a book. So you can actually sit in the bus but, or in the train to read a book. It, oh yeah, yeah I, I I used to do that. Like you, you a do, lot, yeah, yeah, I know you used to like you know work on your computer. And yeah, all that. so um, yeah. and the trains actually had um, a quiet area, so mm-hmm. if you don't want anybody to you know disturb you, you can just move there and you know work. And they had like a charging ports where you can charge yeah. your phone and yeah. your laptop, and and even the bus they do have the yeah. charging. You use the USB ports, mm. yeah. So that's that's pretty nice. 
But one thing that I actually miss talking about this mm-hmm. about um Accra mm-hmm. is how people regularly like fight in the bus. Buses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember recently we saw this video mm-hmm. where a lady was asking the man to like keep his nose mask. I think he sneezed yeah, in the yeah. bus. And you know, Corona, everybody's scared. Yeah. So she asked him why didn't he cover his mouth when he sneezed? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, why is she telling him what to do? <laughs> and it was like a whole argument yeah. in the bus and people were laughing. Yeah. And I kind of miss that. Though. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I kind of miss that. Yeah. Maybe we should have an episode where we talk about the things we've missed. I think so. Yeah, because talking yeah. about that is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But here the buses are like really nope. quiet. Nope. I think sometimes the only kind of noise you hear in the bus is like when the driver is playing music mm-hmm. and the music is even only for his section of the bus it mm-hmm. doesn't you know play through the sure, whole bus sure, sure, and sometimes sure. when the teenagers like the high school kids come mm-hmm. and join with their friends and they're chatting mm-hmm. but that's the only no- even that when they start talking out loud you see people who just turn and start looking at them like what are you doing yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so that's the only time that it will be noise in the bus other mm-hmm. than that it's mm-hmm. just the engine <laughs> yeah yeah, sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other thing that we did not talk I about? Think no. No. Um, yeah. We did. Yeah, I think um, I've adjusted, you know, all my shorts. All your shorts. Yeah. yeah. I think those, those were all for me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, you know, in talking about all these shocks, mm-hmm. you know, there's also something called reverse culture shock. Tell me about it. Okay. What is that? So reverse culture shock, that is when an individual upon returning to their home countries mm-hmm. experience some of these things that we've spoken about here, like okay. right now. Yeah. Okay. So assuming that we go back to Ghana, mm-hmm. we are likely to be shocked at how things are. And most of the time, it happens because we expect things to be the same mm, as it was when we were okay. leaving home. Okay. So when you go and you realize that it's different, then mm. it becomes shocking to mm, you. Mm. Or if you, re- you 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 go back and then you see that, like, it's like life went on without you. Mm, and mm. then it, it gets difficult for you to, like, you know, adjust to it, mm. the, the differences, you know. Mm. Sometimes you want, you realize that things are even worse than it was based when, on your experience maybe yeah, here now exactly. and then you go back okay, yeah. okay or sometimes you wish that things were as it is in your current you like your new environments that you're in okay. so maybe we want things to be like sweeting okay I you know understand now. Yeah. yeah and then you see all these differences and it may be difficult for you to adjust and the funny thing is sometimes when such um let's say expatriates or people mm. who go back home when they go home and they experience these shocks. They're actually not aware that they are shocked. And it's manifested in like anger and yeah, nagging. Yeah, anger, nagging, frustration and complaining. Yeah. So you realize that some family and members... No yeah. <laughs> those who, those who, they call them in Ghana, we call them boga. Boga, yeah. yeah like if, you, if they are right, they complain. They complain the slightest yeah. like thing. Yeah. They are having reverse culture shock. Mm, mm, so, mm. listeners, if you have any family member or friend who has lived, you know, in some part of the world for more than maybe two years or something, mm-hmm. and then they come back and they start acting funny, just understand pardon that. Them. Yeah, pardon them. Mm. That they are they are in shock. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. And just try to understand them. Yeah. 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 Mm. It, takes, hope, it takes time to readjust. I, I hope you're not going to do that when you return home. I think I will. <laughs> No, now realizing that I was shocked that there were stray dogs and stray fowls, <laughs> you know, I think I will be shocked. Yeah. But I'll try to keep it in check. Yeah, please do. I'll try. Please do. I'll try. Yeah. Maybe when next we visit Ghana, we mm-hmm. can document our reverse shock. culture yeah. shock here. Yeah. 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 I know yeah. we were planning to go back home this year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but looking at how things are yeah. going, I don't think it'll be possible. It's not no. um, a good, you know, time, um, time to mm-hmm. travel. I was hoping we could get a vaccine before June, but it's not. Maybe in December, if we're able to get it, we can go. What do you think? I don't want to. I mean, yeah. I I, I, I really want things, you know, to water down a bit before Mm -hmm. we, you know, move. Because it's just not safe out there for me again. Yeah, and you don't want to put anybody at risk too. Because honestly, I can't bear with myself if I go home and realize that 
like where we are staying we give them corona yeah. you know, like it was because of us they get sure, it I, yeah. i wouldn't forgive myself yeah. for that and um and i think you know for you it's been a while since you went home and mm-hmm. you would want to meet a lot yeah, of people and everybody honestly <laughs> and this time is not really not an yeah, ideal time so time. Yeah, for me i think um for me if you ask me we just have to wait a Maybe bit next yeah year, next year hopefully goes. you know the i see you at least you know said the vaccine maybe would have you know gotten you know to a lot of countries now and mm-hmm. um of course we would have also you know gotten ours and if you're entering just like when we're coming as well yellow fever i mean yeah was, we have a yellow yeah, fever card yeah you know now i know that i mean i'm um we've been vaccinated against and then that. against that and then now the restrictions would also have been lifted mm-hmm. so now if we go back we can visit as you know a many friends as yeah. you know possible mm-hmm. so yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when we do go home and we have to document our culture shows. Oh, we will. Yeah. We will. We will. <laughs> we will. Yeah. And come and share with our listeners what do, the reverse culture shocks have been. Most definitely. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, that's um, our shocks for today. Yeah. Yeah. We hope you, you found it um, interesting enough. Yeah. 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 And uh, we hope we're able to give you some information. And we also want people to know that some of these, you know, behaviors they are normal Mm -hmm. so if maybe you travel somewhere and you do experience some of these things or you have a family friend or you know a family member coming back into your home country and exhibiting some of these you know um behaviors yeah yeah, just know that it's normal and you just have to be patient Mm -hmm. you know with them yeah Mm -hmm. with them and another you know tip that will also give is when you're traveling out of your home country it's important that you keep an open mind. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Just know that what you're used to is different from what other people are also used to. Mm-hmm. So we just have to, you know, be able to sh- strike a compromise mm-hmm. and bear with each other. And that's the only way that we mm-hmm. can move forward mm-hmm. as humans. Mm-hmm. I think so, um, yeah. what I would like to add to that is also remember that just like Mami um, said, that um, you'll not be the only person, you know, experiencing this kind of shocks. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's um, very much imperative to try and then um, reach out to someone who understands, you know, the system, who can, you know, help you, you know, adjust, you know, to the system. A lot more time we keep to ourselves and that's what leads to, you know, the boredom, the loneliness and in some, you know, extreme cases like depression, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So it's important that you reach out, ask, you know, questions, you know, be, um, curious. be curious. Don't say, okay. Like for instance, when we began, I was actually sharing my experience about how frustrated I was when I came looking for a job, everything was in Swedish and all that. But today at least I'm, I'm working, you know, I had, of course, uh, my mishelp and all that and others, you know, who assisted and supported me. So just imagine, I mean, for those who only arrive here alone, without you know knowing anyone in this you know country and um would want to you know just keep to themselves it's it won't you know champion your course you mm-hmm. know in this you know um, country so as much as possible just try and then you know reach out to reach someone out. don't yeah. you are not alone you know it's, yeah, yeah, alone. yeah. It's, it's really normal mm-hmm. it's it's part of the process mm-hmm. yeah so just know that you're not alone yep yeah yep. Mm-hmm. okay so that's it um from us today yeah um i'm sure um i don't know when you know you'll be listening to this podcast but um um, we actually recorded this during the weekend yeah so we wish you all the best and Mm -hmm. we wish you um, a wonderful week ahead Mm -hmm. Um, and um, as much as possible keep hope and dream my life yeah yeah and thanks for joining us today we want all of you to keep safe in these times in Mm -hmm. these covered times Mm -hmm. Please use your nose mask. It saves lives. Mm-hmm. I know it's not comfortable. I don't like wearing it myself, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's imperative that we use that. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands as often as possible mm-hmm. and use your hand sanitizers. Just keep safe. And if you don't have anything doing outside, please just stay home. Mm-hmm. It's for your own good. Mm-hmm. We need each other alive. Sure. Yeah. So thanks everybody for joining us today Mm -hmm. and uh, see you in our next episode. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Hey doll. Bye bye.